the Hybrid Pub Scout Podcast with me, Emily Einolander. We're mapping the frontier between traditional and indie publishing. And today, I have a very special guest, my spouse and partner in life and crime, JT. I don't actually do crimes. Yeah, sure. I am completely legal in all aspects of my life. And um, we're actually mapping the frontier between sexy and vaguely funny. Whatever you say, darling, I agree with my husband. (laughs) JT is going to be helping uh, set the tone or keep the tone going, rather, uh, during our fan fiction series, uh, when we talk about fan fiction and the way it interacts with book publishing. And for that reason, JT will be taking us back to the early 2000s and adding his voice to the ranks of those who have performed dramatic readings of one of the most infamous fanfics of all time. JT, had you heard about and or read the fanfic My Immortal in the internet before times, in the internet long, long agos? Uh, unfortunately, yes. As someone who was almost terminally online um, between the years of, say, 2007 until, oh... I don't know now. Um, <laughs> yes, I unfortunately am familiar with this this particular piece of work. Though I, I can say honestly that I have never read it through as far as you are going to make me. Um, I mean, we'll see how much that we can comfortably get through. I'm I'm not making any promises. I and mean, I, I was I was looking, babe. I was looking at the Google Doc, and that's 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 a lot. I mean, it's not even it's half. a lot, a lot. It's not even half. But we, you know, like if you if you ask me nicely to stop, I, this is, I'm not going to deny you. I'm not. I was that, just reading it, and I was having flashbacks to kind of like when I was in engineering school, and there would be a a proof, a mathematical proof, or some long set of equations, and it would say. Uh, you do this, you do this, and and the rest is left to the reader as an exercise. So perhaps what? we can leave. Oh yeah, they were you? Did you? The ne- rest is left to the reader as an exercise. Yeah, is like a like, line in the problem. No, I didn't do engineering. No, I mean, well, I mean, this is in mathematics textbooks. I didn't well. do mathematics. I did. E- well, uh, well, I mean, economics, but that doesn't count. That's that's I mean, fake. Yeah, I mean it is fake. Yeah. But, as we all know, in everything <laughs> is fake. As as the last two years have pointed out, it's basically all to everyone. We found out COVID isn't fake though, because we fucking got it. Yeah, we got it. So if we if you hear us coughing in the background, that's that's why. Yeah, but- we we cleared our throats using bourbon prior to the uh, prior to uh, 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 recording, um, and we do have uh, book related book related beer. I went and purchased uh, Where the Mild Things Are, a British-style mild ale from Ex Novo Brewing, specifically, because, you know, Where the Wild Things Are, the book, and Where the Mild Things Are, you know, because it's a mild beer. I'm so proud of you, babe. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that I explained the joke. Well, speaking of explaining the joke, I am going to explain to all the youngs listening right now um, what my immortal is. Uh, my my immortal was published on fanfiction.net in 2006 and 2007 by user xxx bloody wrist spelled with an r 666xxx and under the pen name Tara Gillespie sometimes Gillespie it's widely regarded as one of the worst fanfics ever written although i'd say there are plenty of other clunkers out there that are just less entertaining for any for any youngsters listening, the title is also the title of an Evanescence song because when you write fan fiction, you have to use song lyrics unless you're an asshole like me. Um, there are too many emo references to count in the actual story itself, and I don't think we're going to explain every single one of them because we might not get all of them because I wasn't gothic. I I wasn't goth. I wasn't emo. I was not. I was not a scene kid. I did not own eyeliner nor any form of makeup. I did become a scene kid as I got older, but when this came out, I just wore black a lot and no jewelry. So I don't think you're allowed to be goth unless you wear jewelry. I mean, I don't know what the rules are, but that sounds about right. We're all all us millennials who were um, more conservative as teenagers are going through our like old goth phase right now, which is embarrassing because none of us were goths when we were young. We were just, you know, nerds 
and I don't mean the cool kind of nerd either. I mean the like, why did you wear that and why is your hair always like that sort of nerd? It's okay. I don't have drama. Remember, remember that like two week period right in the middle of like all the COVID stuff, like probably, probably a year ish ago where all I would listen to for like hours on end was uh, sugar. We're going down. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was cool. Okay, so you had you had that too. I had it. I just had Fall it. Fallout Boy isn't goth though. I mean emo. Yeah, but it's more uh, anyway. A scene. It's a, they, no. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> it's a clap uh, clap reference joke. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so for a long time, nobody knew who wrote it or whether it was written as a joke. It probably was. Um, and I'm we're still not really sure, but we'll go into that. At the end, there were theories that it was a goth teenager living in Dubai um, uh, or uh, there was a fanfiction.net user going by the handle The Batman. And I don't know if, you know, you could get that screen name today. Um, he wrote a long confession saying he'd written it as a prank. Um, but a lot of people like to say that they wrote it. It's very I'm Spartacus. Um, and yeah, there was a very big drama a couple years ago that ties into the world of book publishing quite nicely in one of those uh, afternoons I wasted uh, at work staring at book Twitter that was going uh, out of its mind. So we'll talk about that once you have done some lovely reading. Um, in the meantime, let's dive into that chaos, babe. Before we dive in, I mean, have you, you know, voice wise, I'm trying to figure out really where the where it is. My heart says Teen Girl Squad with this. I mean, if we're gonna go, if we're gonna go mid two thousands, I, I just don't know if I can do vocal fry for that long. I, one, I'm not sure if that counts as vocal fry, and two, I don't think you can do it for that long. Sounds like a bet to me. Uh, I don't know what you would <laughs> bet, but <laughs> it's uh, just bag a bag of Luden's cough drops. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We have lots of those on account of you know the COVID. The COVID. Um, I mean, I'm mostly just worried for the, my levels here. I, I'm worried for your waveform. Um. Ow, my waveform. Actually, that's great. Beautiful. <laughs> well, why don't you start? See what you can do. Chapter one. And special fangs. Get it? Because I'm gothic. To my new GF. You not in that way. Raven, bloody tears 666, for helping me with the story and spelling. You rock. Justin, you're the love of my depressing life. You rock. MCR rocks. There's a line of, I don't know how many X's, but several capital X's. I was helping. Thank you. Thank you for that very elucidating. Um, hi, my name is... No, 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 no. You were going to do Teen Girl Squad. Like, commit to the bit. I was, I was considered... Try it. You're going to Just hate. try it. What I really wanted to do, but I, I wasn't able to rehearse this, is um, I wanted to go very uh, late era Orson Welles. That's, that's where I really feel that the narration should be. I feel that that is where the spirit of this particular piece lies. And then I was going to go into character voice during the actual if dialogue we, portion. If we had taken two shots instead of one, would you have just done that without all the preamble? Uh, possibly. But you, the, the show is my, you, you've really tightened things up and it's very scripted and it's not as, okay, don't. Not as chaotic. And I, I, I want to respect that, but also I, I need some artistic leeway. I didn't you bring you on to, to not be chaotic. That's, this is what the you. people look to you for. <laughs> yes. Oh, I ended the sentence in a preposition. I'm sorry. I'm bad at editing. Wow. Wow. Do the, do the Orson Welles. Try it. Just try it. Hi, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way. I have long black hair. That's how I got e my Ebony name. black hair, thank you. Are, are, you, are you trying to direct me? This stinks of direction. <laughs> it's just important 
to the entire story Where if you great get the- shoals of cod gathered by the Norwegian fjords. And I have. And I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name. With purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid-back and icy blue eyes like limpid tears. And a lot of people tell me that I look like Amy Lee. And if you don't know who she is, get to hell out of here. (laughs) By the way, A-N means author's note, JT. Oh, gotcha. It's it's A-N, not N. See, the thing is... I had to look it up. Don't worry. There is sort of a a chav... uh, Patois isn't the right word, but like... Cadence. It's a... Oi, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Ravenway. I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name. I mean, I've been watching... You don't know who she is. Get the hell out of here. I've been watching season two of the uh, 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 the All Creatures Great and Small on PBS, and so like this could be Yorkshire very easily. Oh, I don't. Well. I can't do that. I can only do a fake Cockney accent that doesn't I'm, really sound like one at all. I mean, I want to try doing Yorkshire, but like I, I don't. I, 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 I lack confidence today for Yorkshire. Damn it! Um, I, I should have raised your confidence somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than just well, raising my hackles. Uh, I, wish I, I wish I hadn't said that. I'm not related to Jared Way, but I wish I was because he's a major fucking hottie. I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. I have a pale white skin. I'm also a witch, and I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England, where I'm in the seventh year. I'm 17. I'm a goth in case you couldn't tell, and I wear mostly black. I love Hot Topic, and I buy all of my clothes from there. Someone in my Discord said that there's no Hot Topic in England. So wow. important, That's, <laughs> important um, information from an actual British person. What do you call it when it's in an anachronism, but not for time, but just for place? An error. An error. I don't know. An unforced error. No, it's a fo- forced error, definitely. So I love Hot Topic, and I buy all of my clothes from there. For example, today I was wearing a black corset with matching lace around it and a black leather miniskirt, pink fishnets, and black combat boots. I was wearing black lipstick, white foundation, black eyeliner, and red eye shadow. I was walking outside Hogwarts. It was snowing and raining, and there was no sun, which I was very happy about. Sure this isn't at Reed? Uh, a, uh, a lot of preps stared at me. I put my middle finger up at them. Oh, am I supposed to do this part? Uh, are, is this a partner reader? Am I, I doing? Uh, it? Do you want me to help, or do you want to do the voice? I'll I'll do the voice because I feel like right here it should be. I feel like it should be Daniel Plain. Oh, it should be Bubs from Bubs Concession Stand. <laughs> Hi, Ebony. Oh, no, from... Uh, <laughs> from What's the name of that character? I don't know. The man with points. Hey, <laughs> Ebony, shouted a voice. I looked up. It was Draco Malfoy. What's up, Draco? <laughs> I asked. Nothing, he said shyly. But then I heard my friends call to me, and I had to go away. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure you don't need to read her, or uh, this person's uh, page breaks. Now you're directing me. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. This is my fucking show. <laughs> you, you can. I will do, do whatever the hell I want. No, everything because is, I'm everything go- is permitted because I'm gothic. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Oh, Lord. Author's note. Is it good? Pulls tell me fangs. Fangs. Chapter two. Author's note. Fangs to bloody tear 666 for helping me with the chapter. BTW. Prep stop flaming my story. Okay. XXXXXX666. XXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXX
It was a bottle of Paul Masson blood. <laughs> we will serve no blood before it's time. My coffin was black ebony, and inside it was hot pink velvet with black lace on the ends. I got out of my coffin and took of my giant MCR t-shirt, which I used for pajamas. I suppose that's took off. Uh, what's her face? Uh, let me scroll up here. Uh, Bloody Tears 666 did not do a particularly good job on, uh, on the... I don't know if check here. I don't know if um, Bloody Tears six 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 was like a beta reader. I think it was more of a like, please tell me what to do sort of situation. They were an omega reader for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, if I may continue, um, you may. I got out of my coffin and took off of my giant MCR T shirt, which I used for pajamas. Instead, I put on a black leather dress, a pentagram necklace. I have one of those. Combat boots and black fishnets on. I've got. I have one of those too. Yeah, me too. Um, I put on four pairs of earrings in my pierced ears and put my hair in a kind of messy bun. My friend Willow, author's note: Raven disses you. Hey. <clears throat> Hi, Raven. I can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to throw in a vine reference. Happy birthday, okay. Raven. My friend Willow woke up then and grinned at me. She flipped her long, waist-length raven black hair with pink streaks and opened her forest green eyes. She put on her Marilyn Manson t-shirt with a black mini, fishnets, and pointy high-heeled boots. We put on our makeup, black lipstick, white foundation, and black eyeliner. And red eyeshadow, if I recall correctly. Boy, show not tell. Keep going, baby. Look. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Look. MMFG, I saw you talking to Draco Malfoy yesterday, she said excitedly. Yeah, so? I said, blushing. Do you like Draco? She asked as we went out of the Slytherin common room and into the great hall. No, I so fucking don't, I shouted. <laughs> yeah, right, she exclaimed. <laughs> Just then, Draco walked up to me. Hi, he said. Hi, I replied flirtily. Guess what, he said. What, I asked. Well, good <clears throat> No, I, I went strong bad on that one. <laughs> well, good Charlotte, they're having a concert at Hogsmeade. Well, good Charlotte, they're having a concert in Hogsmeade, he told me. Oh, my fucking God. I screamed. I love Good Charlotte. They are my favorite band besides my chemical It romance. said... <laughs> oh, okay. You're, you're not doing the acronyms like she did then. Um, this is my artistic license. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Well, do you want to go with me? He asked. I gasped. <gasps> That's a good cliffhanger. That's amazing. Author's note, stop flamming the story preps okay. Otherwise, fangs to the gothic people for the good reviews. Fangs again, Raven. Oh yeah, BTW, I, own, I don't own this or the lyrics for good Charlotte. I appreciate that like Charlotte is intentionally misspelled. It's a, it's a wonderful that's book. the question though is it intentionally misspelled is it i'm i'm guessing it's 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 conjecture on my part to be sure but all right all right you're you're coming out you're coming in hot with the theories that's cool i'm i may be jumping the gun a little bit there but i feel that it is my prerogative as 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 the person who has to fucking read this as the shit. artist on the night of the concert i put my black lace-up boots with high heels Put on my black lace of boots with high heels. Yeah, underneath mistake. them were ripped red. I'm not Orson Welles. I can maybe kind of affect Orson Welles, but I'm not going to be able to cold read like a man who was on the radio for like six hours a day. Gosh, I'm so mad you're not Orson Welles. Uh, <laughs> get, sweetheart, give it time. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Underneath them were ripped red fishnets. Then I put on a black leather mini dress with all this corset stuff on the back and front. <laughs> I put on matching fishnet on my arms. 
I straightened my hair and made it look all spiky. I felt a little depressed then, so I slit one of my... Oh, CW self-harm. Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. Why did you not... (laughs) I don't know. Like... I'll I'll put it in the show notes. I'm sorry. There's there's self harm and homophobia. I and felt... um and AIDS, um flippantly used. Wow, <laughs> that's that's all I remember. I felt a little depressed then, so I redacted one of my wrists. I read a depressing book while I waited for it to stop bleeding, and I listened to some good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. What book do you think it was? It was definitely, um, it was definitely Camus. Oh, okay. And she wasn't actually reading. She was doing the thing Grimes was doing with the Communist Manifesto. Oh, right, 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 right. She was right, using right. it to evoke an aesthetic. Not Getting actually. pictures for Instagram or Live Journal. Mm-hmm. Did you put pictures on Live Journal? I never had a Live Journal, so I couldn't tell you. Mm. I had one, and I did like one entry, and then I was. Like, I have too many websites, which is the story of my life. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I'm the hero with a thousand faces. Can we do? <laughs> wow. Um, what can we do? Uh, can we can we go read Joseph Campbell's live journal after this? Or? Absolutely not. <laughs> Never again. Dear Diary, today which I couldn't figure out which important boy from history I wanted to be. I painted my nails black and I put on tons of black eyeliner. I then put on some black lipstick. I didn't put on foundation because I was pale anyway. I drank some human blood so that I was ready to go to the concert. I went outside. Draco was waiting there in front of his flying car. I'm actually kind of morphing from... Wells more into a Matt Berry sort of thing. No, that has to be more nasal. I painted my nails and put on tons Draco of... Draco was waiting there in front of his flying car. He was wearing a simple plan t-shirt. They would play at the show too. Baggy black skater pants, black nail polish, and a little eyeliner. Author's note. A lot of cool boys wear it okay. Mm, a lot faux cool boys wear it okay. Yeah, that's exactly what it says. That is exactly what it says. Hi, Draco. I said in a depressed voice. Hi, Ebony. <laughs> he said back. We walked into his flying black Mercedes Benz. The license plate said 666. And flew to the place with the concert. Would you like to fly with me? (laughs) Come fly, come fly away to the place with the concert where only we know. On the way, we listened excitedly to Good Charlotte and Marilyn Manson. We both smoked cigarettes and drugs. When we got there, we both hopped out of the car. We went to the mosh pit at the front of the stage and jumped up and down as we listened to Good Charlotte. It's called pogoing, actually. I don't know a thing about moshing. I probably would have been great in a pit back in the day. You would have knocked all these people over? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been a mess. It just would have been chaos. You would have just been like, everybody would be on the ground. I mean, the, the the frequency with which people want to fight me for no discernible reason at concerts now, back then it just would have been, it would have been a mess. Why do you think I married you? It's because I'm physically threatening to other people. No, because I just want to fight you when I look at you. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, no discernible reason. I'm so glad we have a love-hate relationship. Hey. Continue. Okay, I don't know. You come in cold, you're covered in blood. They're all so happy you've arrived. The doctor cuts your cord to hands and saying she's said to you free in this life, sang Joel. I don't own the lyrics to that song. I'm Joel. Joel is so fucking hot. Yes. I said to Draco, pointing to him as he sung, filling the club with his amazing voice. Suddenly, Draco looked sad. What's wrong? I asked as we moshed to the music. Then I caught on. Hey, it's okay. I don't like him better than you, I said. Really? 
asked Draco sensitively. Actually, let me take that again. Really? <laughs> asked Draco sensitively, and he put his arm around me all protective. <laughs> really? I said. Besides, I don't even know Joel, and he's going out with Hillary fucking Duff. I fucking hate that little bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said, disgustedly, thinking of her ugly blonde face. <laughs> yes, people's faces, which are um, which are famously blonde. I bet they don't need redhead. foundation, though. The night went on really well, and I had a great time. So did Draco. After the concert, we drank some beer. <gasps> and asked Benji and Joel for their autographs and photos with them. We got good Charlotte concert tees. Draco and I crawled back into the Mercedes-Benz, but Draco didn't go back to Hogwarts. Instead, he drove the car into the Forbidden Forest. <gasps> Sex is coming. Chapter 4. Author's Note. I said, stop flaming. Okay, Ebony's name is N-O-B. Not Mary Sue, okay? As you may remember from our discussion on our last episode, a Mary Sue is a character with no discernible personality that is self-insert for the reader. Thank you for the them-splaining. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Draco is so in love with her that he is acting deferent. They know each other before okay. X, 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 six, 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 six. X. Draco! I shouted. What the fuck do you think you are doing? Draco didn't answer, but he stopped the flying car and he walked out of it. I walked out of it too, curiously. What the fucking hell? <laughs> I asked angrily. Ebony, he asked. What? I snapped. Draco leaned in extra close, and I looked into his gothic red eyes. He was wearing color contacts, which revealed so much depressing sorrow and evilness, and then I suddenly didn't feel mad anymore. And then, extremely long ellipsis. It's like, what, five ellipses? Suddenly, just as... I, Draco, kissed me passionately. Draco climbed on top of me and we started to make out keenly against a tree. Okay, that's... See, you should have done it British. Yeah. <laughs> Draco climbed on top of me and then we started to make out keenly against a tree. Just a little cheeky tree make out. He took off my top took and I of took my top. of his clothes. I even took of my bra. <gasps> Then he put his thingy into my you-know-what, and we did it for the first time. Ew! 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 I screamed. I was beginning to get an orgasm. <laughs> we started to kiss everywhere, and my pale body became all warm, and then... What the hell are you... <coughs> no, I... <laughs> do it, do it, do it! Hey, what the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers? It was... Dumbledore? Dumbledore. Chapter 5. Author's note. Stop flamming. If you flam, it means you are a prep or a poser. Da only resin, Dumbledore swore, is because he had a headache okay, and on top of that, he was <laughs> mad at them for having <laughs> sex. Yeah. P.S. I'm not updating them till I get five good reviews. Oh my god, the holding the thick hostage. And all God's people said X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X X That was great. I love you. Perfect. Dumbledore made and Draco and I follow him. He kept shouting at us angrily. You ludicrous fools! See, it was a good decision. It was. He shouted. I started to cry tears of blood down my pallid face. Draco comforted me. When we went back to the castle, Dumbledore took us to Professor Snape and Professor McGonagall, who were both looking very angry. They were having sexual intercourse in the Forbidden Forest! <laughs> he yelled in a furious voice. 
Ooh. Why did you do such no, no, a thing? No, 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 no. It's Professor McGonagall. Oh. Who is that? That, that That's uh, uh, Maggie Smith in the movie. So um. this is Moira Rose. <laughs> Why did you do such a thing, you mediocre dunces? <laughs> Asked Professor McGonagall. Oh, we need a Snape. Who's Snape? That can be strong, sad. How dare you? <laughs> demanded Professor Snape. <laughs> and then Draco shrieked, because I love her. <laughs> Everyone was quiet. Dumbledore and Professor McGonagall looked mad, but Professor Snape said, um, wait, wait. Strong said. Fine. Very well. You may go up to your rooms. <laughs> Something about that just really <laughs> like, shrivels my balls um <laughs> i don't know it just makes me want gets to your cods and a frog yeah really just absolutely <sighs> chumbles your dumbledore wow <laughs> draco and i went upstairs while the teachers glared at us are you okay ebony <laughs> draco asked me gently yeah i guess I lied. I went to the girls' dorm and brushed my teeth and hair with cha- and changed into a low-cut back, low-cut black floor-length dress with red lace all around it and black high heels. When I came out, ellipsis, Draco was standing in front of the bathroom and he started to sing I Just Want to Live <sighs> by Good Charlotte. Oh, my God. I was so flattered even though he wasn't supposed to be there. We hugged and kissed. After that, we said goodnight, and he reluctantly went back to his room. I feel like if a guy sang to me out, like when I walked out of the bathroom, I would never ever talk to them again ever. Like I, the vicarious embarrassment Boy. I am getting right now. Like even though the rest, even though this is like a joke, I don't know why. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah, I mean, like you walk out is. of the bathroom and some guy like sings you a whole emo song. Like, uh, bloody wrist six six six, man. And then I it's chime a mood. in with a "Haven't you people ever heard of flushing the goddamn can?" Oh, uh, the loo, flushing the goddamn loo. the loo, hanging wow. out in the U bend. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's in Harry Potter. Oh God. Um. <laughs> I'm so glad that I, I mean, I read like the first three chapters in the first book at my sister's insistence and oh boy. We're just... not going to talk about Harry Potter. Like okay. I, I know we're, I know we're reading a Harry Potter fanfic, but like it's its own entity. It's his own entity. Own and I do entity, not want to Emily. ever talk about the author nor the phenomenon because yeah. I will only say very, very bad things about that um, transphobic talentless hack. So let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I mean, we we're not going to say anything that Ursula Le Guin didn't already say. Yeah, in a much more classy manner than I just did. Chapter Boy. six. Author's note: Shit up, preps. Okay. P.S. <laughs> I won't update up till you give me good revows. X the next day, I woke up in my coffin. I put on a black mini skirt that was ripped all around the end and a matching top with red skulls all over it and high-heeled boots that were black. I put on two pairs of skull earrings and two crosses in my ears. I spray-painted my hair with purple. Sure. In the Great Hall, I ate some Count Chocula <laughs> cereal with blood instead of milk. That's this is my favorite part! Wow. Count Chocula. That's how you know it's a joke. That's, That's how you know it's a joke. Count Chocula is the most goth. Count Ch- <laughs> the most most gothic Actually, cereal. What is, what is the... I would say that blueberries are probably more goth than... That's what a hipster would say. Uh, the most goth cereal is, of course, Special K. What? It's a ketamine. It's a drug reference. Oh, because goths do a lot of ketamine? 
I mean, where did you get that idea? She talks about do it smoking. She was you she was sm- talking about smoking drugs. You don't smoke this. ketamine. I know this. And do you? <laughs> I've never done ketamine. Anyway, you put on some skull earrings and two crosses in your ears and ate the Count Chocula cereal with blood instead of milk. And a glass of red blood. It's like saying red blood is like saying white milk. I mean, it's just like it's so unnecessary. That is your that is your critique. That is your literal literary critique of this. Is oh, you shouldn't say red blood. You should I'm say go ahead. Turn on track changes and just document my little developmental edit notes here. Suddenly, someone bumped into me. All of the blood spilled all over my top. Me cute, bastard. I shouted angrily. I regretted saying it when I looked up because I was looking into the pale white face of a gothic boy with spiky hair with red streaks in it. He was wearing so much eyeliner that I was... And refusing to have sexual intercourse (laughs) with me. (laughs) He was wearing so much eyeliner that I was going down his face and he was wearing black lipstick. (laughs) What? He was wearing so much eyeliner that I was going down his face and he was wearing black lipstick. Stop trying to make sense of it. Just keep going. I just want to make sure that I'm reading this accurately. I'm trying yes, to you reference did. the source yeah. material no, accurately. you did. It's fine. He didn't have glasses anymore. Now he was wearing red contact lenses just like Draco's. And there was no scar on his forehead anymore. Because scars are icky. He had a manly stubble on his chin. He had a sexy English accent. Uh, un- uh, <laughs> unlike all of the other British people at Hogwarts. <laughs> he looked exactly like Joel Madden. Is that his? He wrote the younger, oh, no. <laughs> younger brother to John Madden? I don't know. You'd have to ask the emo kids. He was so sexy that my body went all hot when I saw him. Kind of like an erection, only I'm a girl, so I don't get one, you sicko. That's just how it feels. I'm so sorry, he said in a shy voice. (laughs) That's right, yeah. Is that your Hugh Grant? That's my Hugh Grant, yeah. You want to talk about mid-2000s? I guess Mm. that's late 90s. Yeah, it's late 90s. Mm. That's all right. What's your name? I questioned. My my name's Harry Potter, and although most people call me vampire (laughs) these days, you see? He grumbled. What? I exclaimed. Because I'd love the taste of human blood, he giggled. (laughs) Well, I'm a vampire, I confessed. Really? He whimpered. How do you whimper, really? Really? (laughs) Really? Yeah! (laughs) I roared. (laughs) I just knocked some stuff off my wall. Wow. We sat down to talk for a while, then Draco came up behind me and told me he had a surprise for me, so I went away with him. Cool story. Chapter 7, Bring Me to Life. Author's note, well, okay, you guys, I'm only writing this because I got five God reviews. Mm. BTW, I won't write the next chapter till I get... Ten good Vons. This is good marketing. Still flaming or I'll report, ooh. (laughs) Ebony... Isn't a Marie Sue. Okay, she's perfect. She's a satanist. <laughs> she has problems. She's depressed for God's sake. Nice to throw in a Z there for, the, for, for a little zest. Mm-hmm. Draco and I held our pale white hands with black nail polish as we went upstairs. I was wearing red Satanist things on my nails in red nail polish. Authors note, see, does that sound like a Mary Sue to you? A Maru Sue. Maru Sue. I waved to Vampire. Vampire is... is Hugh Grant. (laughs) Yes. Dark misery was in his depressed eyes. I guess he was jealous of me that I was going out with Draco. Anyway, I went upstairs excitedly with Draco. We went to his room and locked on the door. Then, I love your ellipses. It's uh, it's old school radio. It's supporting the Wells. Role. It's Foley. Fantastic. It's live Foley. We started Frenching passively, and we took <laughs> off each other's clothes enthusiastically. 
he felt me up before I took off my top, and then I took off my black leather bra, Whoa. and he took off his pants. We went on the bed and started making out naked, and then he put his boy's thingy in mine, and we had sex. See, is that stupid? Yes. Oh, Draco, Draco! I screamed while getting an orgasm when all of a sudden I saw a tattoo I had never seen before on Draco's arm. It was a black heart with an arrow through it. On it, bloody gothic writing were the words, Vampire. I was so angry. You bastard! I shouted angrily, jumping out of the bed. No, no, you don't understand, Draco pleaded, but I knew too much. No, you fucking idiot, I shouted. You probably have AIDS anyway. I put on my clothes all huffily and then stomped out. Draco ran out even though he was naked. He did a really big you-know-what, but I was too mad to care. Oh, he had a really big you-know-what. Oh, he had a really big you-know-what, but I was too mad to care I about don't it. Know what. Penis? Uh, he had a really big Ernest Hemingway. Mm, uh, gross. Um, I stomped out and did so until I was in Vampire's classroom where he was having a lesson with Professor Snape. And some other people. <laughs> Vampire Potter, you motherfucker! I yelled. See, you made it all the way through everything I picked <sighs> out for you. I, that's all I'm going to subject you to. Okay. Um, this, of course, begs the question, how and who and why and just so many questions. And I, I assume that this is the portion of the show now where you will attempt attempt to elucidate us on the particulars surrounding this particular piece of... of the particular surrounding this particular, yes, yes. Um, by the way, if you're on pins and needles about how the story resolves, I don't remember if it actually finishes or not, but <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Um, we'll drop the link in the show notes. And by oh, we, Lord. I mean me. Uh, a couple of years ago, there was this period of time where publishers and fans were fairly certain they know who did it. But then there was extra intrigue there as well um, that has sown doubts, and we still don't really know. But here's what happened. Um, this kerfuffle that took up an entire afternoon at work where I should have been working, but I don't really care, um, was, um, was when a woman named Lonnie Sarum's book, A Handbook for Mortals, suddenly shot to the top of the New York Times bestseller list knocking down Angie Thomas's The Hate You Give, which had been on there for a really, really, really long yeah, time. It was up there for quite a while. It was so long. I, don't, I didn't look up how many weeks, but it was the sort of thing where, oh, there's this random book that nobody's ever heard of that knocks like one of the most popular YA books ever written off the top of the New York Times bestseller list. Nobody in the YA community had heard any buzz about the book whatsoever before it went to the top. And Sarah and her publishers were accused of buying books in bulk to game the system, like every Fox News pundit who ever published a book. One author um, on Twitter suggested that Sarah was the author of My Immortal, which prompted a post on the website fictionpress.com, which had supposedly been uh, Tara Gillespie's account. I registered for fanfiction.net on February 28th, 2006. Yes, I know the profile says March 1st. The profile is wrong. It was February 28th because my best friend had just turned 15. The documents. I'm not likely to forget her birthday for anyone wondering. My Immortal was uploaded on March 3rd. I registered for Fiction Press on March 31st. I never uploaded anything on Fiction Press, which is probably why hackers never got around to hijacking it. They didn't know it existed. Unfortunately, I forgot it existed, too. I only remembered this site a few weeks ago when I was talking with my agent and my editor about my immortal's weird internet legacy. My agent and my editor continue. I signed into Fiction Press so after so long for three reasons. The first is obvious that my uh, fanfiction.net fanfiction profile is no longer accessible. It was hacked almost a decade ago. I knew the girls who hacked us the first time. There were two girls from the Philippines with whom Raven and I were constantly fighting on the forums, and they were just trying to mess with us. But I don't know who did it the final time, although I have my suspicions. Mm -hmm. Fanfiction.net seems to be a body without a head right now because staff doesn't answer any of my emails. The second reason for logging into this dusty old account, I wanted to leave a thank you note from my Immortals, my immortals readers. Yay! 
really, that's it. Because I really am beyond grateful that you've kept it alive for so long, even without me. And the third reason I updated, and possibly the silliest, ugh, Lanny Serum. I'm a massive fan of The Hate You Give, which I consider an incredibly important literary work. Serum trying to scam it out of the top spot on the New York Times literary list left me feeling sick to my stomach when I received a couple of messages here asking if I was Serum, even though they were probably in jest. I felt a knee-jerk reaction to shoot them down. Authors work really freaking hard to get their stories told. Serum breezing through the process wasn't just an insult to Angie Thomas and the political climate that necessitated her work. It was an insult to the kind of women that I am privileged to work with. So that's it. It doesn't seem like there's anything more I can say on the topic. Not right now. Love one another and help one another. We can't navigate this world without each other. P.S. Undyne is my wife. Ha, 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 ha. Suck it, haters. Yeah. Beautiful. So soon after that post, there was a tweet from an editorial assistant at St. Martin's Press um, that said, we have a book with the girl who wrote My Immortal. Definitely not the same person as this nut. So the girl that wrote My Immortal that Tiffany was talking about was named Rose Christo, I assume still is. Um, And her book, Under the Same Stars, was written about her quest to find her brother, who was separated from her when they were put into foster care. She said she wanted to shed light on the challenges and issues that children in foster care, especially Native American children, face. Her heritage, she claimed, um, was member of the Lenape and Cree tribes. The book was supposed to come out in 2018. The blurb for the book said... In the early 2000s, Rose Christo was separated from her five-year-old brother and shuttled between foster homes in Brooklyn to the Bronx and back again. Desperate to be reunited with her sibling, she traveled the five boroughs, unable to find any trace of him, as New York State's child care agencies failed to help her time and again. Then, with the help of one beloved foster sister, Rose created an infamous piece of Harry Potter fan fiction titled My Immortal, posting it online under the pseudonym XXXBloodyWrist666XXS. The 44 chapters and 22,000 words of hysterical typing-laden hyperbole went viral as the most notoriously terrible fanfic ever read by the community. For years, fans, writers, and editors researched, debated, and contested the story's origin and its mysterious author. Was this grammatically challenged rant actually written by a suicidal goth teenager named Tara Gillespie living in Dubai? Or was this a hoax perpetrated by a group of professional authors making fun of fanfiction? The Truth is a gripping, compelling, and surprisingly funny story of how a young girl infiltrated and used the fanfiction community to search for her brother by baiting their attention with a deliberately badly written tale creating a 10-year mystery that garnered pop culture media attention and remained unsolved until now. (laughs) Christo claimed, Macmillan publishers hired a lawyer to vet her over the course of three days. And she provided proof as to her connection to my immortal, as well as other events included in the upcoming memoir. Um, Proofs I was able to provide included the original email address, which I signed up for fanfiction.net and a flash drive from 2006 with the first 11 chapters of my immortal on it. So BuzzFeed and Vox articles came out and a lot of people were pretty sure since there was going to be a book by a real publisher and all that they'd found the person who was responsible for the fic. However. However. After the announcement, there was a lot of the kind of drama that can only be found on the internet. Um, Somebody claiming to be Christo's brother got on a forum and started picking apart Tumblr posts, and of course it led to a pile on, and then there were a lot of tweets from Rose claiming um, that she wasn't lying, and it was like... A whole a whole thing, you know, like y- you've seen the things basically just like digging into her past saying this child abuse thing is wrong and this is wrong and you're lying about being Native American, um, you know, ar- armchair detective type stuff. So that would be one thing that would be, you know, the kind of thing that happens to a lot of people who do actually get published. But then the book was canceled. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so due to the fact that Macmillan found out she forged documents. Oh. Yeah, nothing to do with my immortal. It was all just like because the story was about her brother and looking for her brother, she uh, forged families' identities and names on wow, those documents. Wow, so she almost pulled this off. 
Yeah, yeah. So that's wild. Yeah. So the so the um statement that she said she had a whole Tumblr post about it. There's you know way back machines <laughs> links that you can look at that I'll post. Um. She said, I did something pretty stupid during the publication process. I didn't want my family's real names getting out largely because some of the things that happened during childhood were embarrassing. I wanted my brother, my grandparents, and even my parents to have privacy. So when it came to providing documentation, I altered the photocopies to disguise their names. To be clear, I still own the original unaltered documents and can provide them on request, but I've already been branded a liar, so it's too late for that. I know. So who knows? She could have been the person who wrote it, but that little cherry on top of the mystery and the fact that the book got canceled just makes it all the more complex and mysterious. So what do you think? I think that if I had it to do over again, I would do um, Draco Malfoy as Marlon Brando. <laughs> that's what I think. I think... I think that's what I was Okay, okay, so say because I love her. Because I love her. <laughs> is that is that what the exclamation point sounds like? Yes. <laughs> well, um thank you for uh, donating your vocal talents. I'm I'm really pleased. It's been a real pleasure to do this. You can find us on our website, hybridpubscout.com, on Twitter and Facebook at hybridpubscout, and on Instagram at hybridpubscoutpod. Please leave us a five-star rating and a nice review on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you, JT. Thank you. And thanks for giving a rip about books. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>